sound. Can you hear my parody? This is my new fasting inferno. I'm so excited about it. It's going to become my opening song. Burn, body burn. Burn the body fat. How cool is that? If you're over 40 anyway. Um, only those of us over 40 know about it. My surprise, fasting started to rise. The people losing pounds, y'all. I saw it all. Anyway, that is my new fasting parody called Fasting Inferno. So um, you can check that out on YouTube under Donna Reach. So it is there in uh, my regular Donna Reach YouTube. Um, uh, channel. So it, it's there in its entirety with uh, the lyrics. So little spin off of the burn, uh, baby burn, disco inferno of 1976 by the trams, I believe it is. And if you're not over 40, you might not think that's really cool. But those of us who are over 40 or who like old music, old now, that's old considerable music today. We are all excited about that because so many of us, I know in the other fasting groups as well, so many of us have said burn, body burn, and fasting inferno, and made references to this song um, throughout our beginning fasting journal journey, and how we would just really think about that song and think about our bodies burning fat So um, during the fasting cycle. So uh, I rewrote it because I'm kind of a poet um, and, a, and a writer in other ways as well, besides blogging, and um, rewrote it and had somebody do the music and had somebody else do the singing. And um, so I can sing it all the time. I can sing the whole thing now, and it actually applies to fasting, as opposed to what the original Disco Inferno applied to, which I'm still not sure. <laughs> I never realized how crazy those lyrics were um, to the original and kind of how they were somewhat nonsensical. Um, so anyway, uh, but it, nonetheless, if you are 40 or above, you probably know about that song and it may have stuck in your mind. Uh, burn, baby, burn, burn, baby, burn, disco inferno, burn, baby, burn. You may not know the rest of it any more than I did, but at any rate, now we have it applied to our fasting journey. So, um, that's exciting to me, and I'm going to tell you how to utilize that a little bit more in just a few minutes. So anyway, uh, this is week seven um, of the Intermittent Fasting Journal, and uh, I'm going to do my four parts to the podcast slash uh, video. One, what I did. B, results. C, what I learned or what I would like to teach you uh, that I've been learning. And um, D, uh, supplementation during fasting. So uh, this blog and podcast and video are all about daily intermittent fasting. And so uh, just as a refresher, that means that we are fasting for a certain number of hours each day, and then we have an eating window that we open and begin eating for a period of time. Uh, daily intermittent fasting has different variables that I talked about in previous ones. Um, at this stage, week seven, I am in the 19-5 protocol. So what that means is that I fast for 19 hours a day, 
and I um, eat for five hours. 19 plus five is 24 out of every 24 hour period. And um, so that is what I have been doing this week as well. I last week talked about the app and how I was looking into getting it and I got it. And the one that I got is called Zero, but there are many apps out there for fasting. I know Jen Stevens, the author of um, uh, Delay, Don't Deny, and the author of Feast Without Fear. Her son has designed an app that she uses and that he sells. I'm not sure of the name of that, but you can probably find it if you look up uh, Jen Stevens' fasting app, um, G-I-N Stevens. Uh, there are others. The one that I use is called Zero, and it is simple. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't tell you about the others, how simple or difficult they are, but I know that this one is simple. And so um, all it is is you simply push a button, says start fasting, and um, if you started earlier, uh, like this will sometimes happen where I, my window is still open in the evenings for my five hours, and I think I might eat something later on, like at 8 or 8.30 or 9, and then I do not eat anything, so I click start fasting, and then I click edit. There's just a little pin there, that little pin icon that lets me click edit, and then I change it back to the last time I ate because the fasting window begins after my last bite or after your last bite. Um, so a lot of that happens a lot, uh, actually a lot more than I thought it would. And so that's an exciting new development for me as well that, you know what, I'm fine. I'm fine shutting it. You know, uh, I'm not uh, at week six this, um, oh, man, you know, I got two more hours. What else can I stuff myself with? Um, it's not that way anymore. So it's exciting. Um, I eat what I like, and I eat enough, and I eat peanut M&Ms sometimes, and um, over Thanksgiving, I eat pie and um, bars and uh, rolls and different things, but it is not such that I'm like, I have two more hours. How much more can I eat? Um, because of appetite correction. So I use the app extensively, push start my fast, push end. My fast, and again, that can be altered if you forget to click in stop fasting whenever you um, whenever you start eating. If you forget to click stop fasting, that can also be altered. And then, what I really like about the Zero app, one of the things I don't like about it is that it says evening eating hours. Evidently, this is associated with e some evening eating studies. So, um, by the doctor who put it out. So it is somewhat. Um, the the one one piece of information that you derive from it is how many hours in the evening you ate, and that doesn't really apply to intermittent fasting because um, intermittent fasting windows can be any time you want to eat. So that that aspect of it, I would rather have an app that tells me how many hours I fasted and how many hours I ate. Um, at, it's not any big deal because you just subtract, right? If I fasted 20 hours today, I ate four or I had a, an eating window of four. So it's not a big deal. I'm just saying that's an aspect of it that I don't use. But you click start fast, you click stop fast. It tells you how many hours you fasted on that day. It has the date, and then it has a list for the last seven days. And then, and this is what I love the most, it has an average. So it has an average number of hours that I fasted over seven days. 
This is super exciting to me because um, sometimes on the weekends I will have longer or like Thanksgiving day, I have a longer fasting uh, eating window. So maybe I eat six hours, maybe some on rare occasions, uh, I'll even eat eight. In that regard, I'm doing 16 colon eight, 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating. And, um, but with this tracker that shows the average for the last seven days, it encourages me to bump up my fasting hours on other days. So like in the case of Thanksgiving week, I knew that I was going to have, I believe I had 16 hour windows on our two get togethers Thanksgiving weekend. So um, that would have been an 18 six, which would have dropped my average down below 19 hours of fasting. And so I just bumped up my uh, fasting hours leading up to that so that I was able to fast 20 hours, 21, 22, and still keep my average at 19 hours. So that sounds way more complicated than it is, and especially coming from somebody who is in the simplifying stage of life. I am 54 and uh, an empty nester, raised and homeschooled seven kids for 32 years, and I am done with everything challenging outside of my businesses. My businesses are very challenging because I have a couple and they're very busy. But outside of that, I'm done with challenging, um, confusing, uh, so many variables like counting so many things. So that little uh, uh, section where I just talked about the app sounded way more confusing than it is. You're talking to about somebody who is very much into simplifying very, very much into simplicity. You would not believe the number of things I've gotten rid of for the last two years as I become an empty nester, as my husband and I become empty nesters, and just really wanting to simplify. So the app is simple, it really is. The The math is easy, it's 24 hours, and if I fasted 20, I ate four, it's simple. Um, the explanation of that wasn't as simple as it should have been, so sorry about that. Okay, so I use the app extensively. I average 19-hour windows, um, and I did some uh, little motivational things, and I'm going to be teaching more extensively about each type of stick to kind of approach that I've been using. Um, I am I am a um, an organizing productivity teacher, I taught homeschooler, homeschooling parents and wrote books for them for 30 years, uh, for 20 years. And so um, uh, I love to teach what works. So um, I'm going to be coming at this a lot of times from the standpoint of how can I keep the fast? How can I be successful with this? How can I make this work for my whole life? Because I am 54 years old, I mentioned that already, and I am at the stage where what I'm what I want to do now is for the rest of my life. And so I want to make it so that it is doable. And by far, intermittent fasting, daily intermittent fasting is the easiest weight loss approach I've ever taken. Now I don't have kids here during the day to feed. I know that makes a difference. There are other variables. Some people do better working outside the home. Some people do better at home. I work from home, which um, means food is always available. So that can be a struggle sometimes too. Um, but I'm not fixing food for people all day long. 
And I know that that adds another dimension of difficulty to intermittent fasting. So I'm going to teach you how to make it through those things. I want to teach you how to keep the fast successfully, how to make this a way of life that you can truly do forever, that you don't ever feel like you have to go back to the desert of dieting and counting everything in sight and, you know, two hours a day at the gym and, and all of those things. I just saw somebody today, you know, everybody's posting, um, you know, their, their, you know, the ups and downs during the holidays right now. Oh, I may as well just forget it. You know, I just blew Thanksgiving. I may as well just blow it until Christmas and so forth. And with intermittent fasting, it doesn't have to be that way. I have no plans whatsoever to go off over the next month of holidays. I just, it's not needed. And I want to teach you how to do that. So some of the things uh, that I did as far as motivation and keeping the fast um, are, uh, I, are physical actions. And so one of these is um, the physical act of opening and closing the window. Now, um, you know, some people don't really like visualization and some people are very moved by it. And I find that the physical actions, some physical actions do help me in keeping the fast. So uh, first of all, the app. Uh, using the app, besides the whole confusing explanation of how to, how to push start and stop, um, it is very motivating to me. And if you are kind of a, I guess they call us type A kind of person, um, an app might be motivating to you. There are a number of ways that throughout the fast the uh, app has helped me during this week. One way is that um, once I hit start fasting at the end of my eating window at 7, 6, 7, or 8, or 8.30, whatever that might be in the evening, I can see that as I go to bed, I scroll over and check it. Oh, I already have two hours. I already have two hours in. And then I do some quick math. I am language lady in other places online and um, in my store and my publishing company. But I can do a little bit of simple math, and especially when it comes to kitchen math. I'm really, really good at kitchen math after 32 years of a sing 25 years of a single income family and, you know, recipes and cooking from scratch and all that. I'm really, really good at that kind of math. Well, that's the same kind of math this is. So so I'll be sitting here go, getting in bed, and it's like 10 o'clock, 1030, and I'm like, ooh, I already have two hours in. And then I do some quick math, and you can see how the, the app really is motivating. And I'll do some quick math, and I'll say, well, my exercise is at 745. Um, sometimes I exercise with people at 745. My exercise is at 745. So it's 10.30 now, so 7.30, 10.30 to 7.30, and I do the math there, and I'm like 11, 13, 12, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, now, all I need to do is go to bed, go to sleep, and not blow it, and not give up what I've already gained and what I'm going to gain so quickly if I just go to sleep. 
right? So the physical act of the app has been really good. Another way I use the app is, you know, after I get up, I'll check, yes, I have nine hours, I have 10 hours, I have 11 hours. Uh, sometimes if I have 12 or 14, I'll take a picture of it and send it to my daughter. Um, hey, I got 14 hours in by the time I brush my teeth today or whatever. It's so, so exciting. Um, and then throughout the day, I will just check the app and I'll, and I'll see my app is set to show me when 19 hours ends. You can, you can set it for however many hours you want to fast for. So mine is set for 19 hours. And if I'm trying to do more than 19 hours, all I have to do is add an hour or whatever. And I can see how far I am from today. It's uh, two o'clock now. And my, I'm actually at 19 hours at here a little bit at two something. Um, but I'm going to four today. Um, because I'm going tomorrow at two o'clock for a lunch. So, um, you know, it's really, really doable. I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough to you to let you see how doable it is. So, um, so I know I'm going to start eating at four. So I'll look at my app and I'll see, okay, I've already got 14, already got 18 hours in another hour. I'll be at 19 and then I will move and then I will add it and know how many hours I have left. So, the physical action of using the app, checking it, I check it often, I do some math, some mental math. Um, if I get hungry, sometimes I'll just say, you know, check my app. I'm, I'm hungry, I'm gonna do this instead. I'm gonna check my app, I'm gonna check my app. Um, another physical uh, action I do is that of closing and opening the window that I mentioned just a moment ago. And that is that I will, uh, sometimes I will just close the window and then I crank lock it. I know that's kind of old school or else I'll pull the lever over to lock it. These are old windows, right? <laughs> you're doing this and then you're pulling the lever over. That's very old window. Anyway, um, but that's okay. Old window for an old person, right? <laughs> and so I will do the physical act of closing the window. And then when I'm having, if I have any struggles during the day, which I am at six weeks, so I don't have that many struggles during the day as far as hunger. Hunger is not really a thing after three weeks or so. I, three weeks of consistency, not three weeks of doing it three days and off four, doing it four and off for a long weekend. Three weeks of consistency at the end of, and actually it happened for me at two weeks, but at least at three weeks of consistency, I'm not really starving. It's more just a mental thing like, oh man, four hours till I can eat. I have so much work to do. I don't feel like doing all this work. And um, especially being self-employed, uh, being an entrepreneur, you know, I have to keep moving from, uh, you know, job to job and task to task. And I have to motivate myself. Everything is on me in my life as an entrepreneur. If you're working outside the home, it's a little bit different. But if you're a homeschooling mom or a stay-at-home mom or an entrepreneur, then and you work at, on your own during the day at home, you're like, you know, <laughs> uh, I have so much to do. That is one good thing. Staying busy is very important to this. But um, that's that's one good thing. But it's like uh, I have four more hours. I don't even feel like doing that stack of edits, you know. So anyway. But I just power through. And so one of the ways I do that is I will just like tighten the lock on my window, physically tighten the lock on my window. So I am telling myself, and sometimes I'll close it again and I'll physically tighten it or I'll tighten this tighter and I'll just say window is closed. And I say that out loud. My window is closed. And 
it gets me another hour or two or three or four, right? It's just a, it's just a, a mental thing. And a lot of, after you're through fat ad, adapt, fat adapting and your body is burning your own fat so you don't get hungry anymore, after you're at that stage, a lot of it is mental. It's boredom. It's I want something specific to eat, right? I know I'm going to open my window with um, chips and salsa or crackers and cheese or whatever, and I want those now. Or I know I'm going to have dessert tonight, and I want that now. Um, it is boredom sometimes, like I said. Even busy people can get bored um, just because of you know, the nature of maybe repetitive work or whatever, or just um, associations, too, can be very strong. So we will be, for instance, um, uh, I will move. This happens to me a lot when I, I move from place to place when I work. Right now I'm in my office, um, but I'll work at the, I work at the dining room table a lot. Sometimes I go in the living room and I'll sit in the lazy girl chair and I'll put up the recliner and I'll write in there because I do write extensively for uh, two different blogs and then plus my language arts books. So I'm, I write a lot. Like I write many, 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 many thousands of words every week. Um, and sometimes I'll go into the bedroom and I'll pull my um, sliding uh, bedside computer table over, turn on the electric heater pad if it's cold, and I'll sit there and write. I'll turn on some YouTube music on the TV. Um, and sometimes the, the movement um, can elicit an, a food association. Um, so, for example, sometimes when I move my computer and I plug it in and I set it all up at the table, I'm like, ooh, I used to get a snack whenever I moved here. I used to I used to come out here, plug my computer in here and get a snack for when I move to this spot. And so sometimes there'll be food associations. And so it won't necessarily be hunger. And that's where physical things can really come in handy. So, um, you know, maybe saying something like, you know, I'm plugging my computer in here so that I can be productive at this. And I'll say what I'm going to do there. Um, sometimes. Uh, at that point, I will go back and brush my teeth. Uh, working from home, it, it really does benefit as far as toothbrushing. I teach a lot of students. I test my books here, and I have, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 kids who come through here each week. And then I go to another location, and I have 25 there. And so um, I will, here, I will just go in back and brush my teeth, just you know, brushing my teeth is another real physical symbol that the window is still closed. So those are some things that I did this week. My results, I had no weight gain over Thanksgiving. So I was super excited about that. That takes me to six pounds over seven weeks with one of those weeks vacation and one of those weeks Thanksgiving. Um, I am starting to have great success in varying the window times, as I mentioned. Opening the window op earlier for a Thanksgiving thing that was going to start earlier in the day and then closing it earlier that evening if I'm going to open it and just adjusting. It's just really not hard at all to do that. So um, that, those are, that is what I did and those are my results. Um, I will say that I don't usually gain weight over the holidays. Um, I have an article at DonnaReach.com called seven, uh, seven Ways I Avoid Holiday Weight Gain. 
and it tells in the in that article about how I avoid holiday weight gain just in general, not even even before intermittent fasting, just some tips and tricks that I found. Um, but I have been really excited to have this loss of six pounds over seven weeks. Um, I have been losing weight for a long time. I've lost eight, almost 80 pounds over the last dozen years or so. And the last two years, I've lost consistently a pound or two a month and you know that but it was it's been taking me a long time to get that last 30 pounds uh, off for my hundred pound goal that I that I needed to lose when I first started losing and so um, this is fast weight loss for me six pounds in seven weeks is very fast that's way more than I typically lose uh, per week and the added factors of a week at Disney and the Plexus leadership retreat where we had two free meals a day, well, three sometimes because Plexus would also give us a free meal, um, really good food both places, and also uh, two desserts a day through, uh, through Disney. So um, that was one week of this seven-week period, and Thanksgiving was another week of it. So the fact that I had a loss, a net loss over that time period when um, – a lot of times I know for me personally, it'd be something like I may as well forget it. I'm going on vacation and then maybe, you know, a week or so of just real, of a lot of struggle, um, a lot of struggling during that week. Uh, just not really getting my footing back, you know, because, you know, you got to go back on the diet then. And so this is just these results are phenomenal to me. Um, I know there are people in the groups who lose, you know, 15 pounds their first month. Um, but uh, these are really great for me. Um, so what I've learned, uh, first of all, have I mentioned that I can do this for the rest of my life? Uh, if I haven't mentioned that, let me just mention that again, uh, that I can um, do this for the rest of my life. So that's, uh, that's one thing I learn each week as I go through my intermittent fasting journey. Uh, Next, um, I have learned to think of my eating window in three separate parts. When you first start out with intermittent fasting, daily intermittent fasting, when you open your window, and this is a real concern for new people, that I eat junk. I, I just eat junk in my window. I can't have this much leeway. I can't have this many, these, this many liberties and this much freedom. I just can't. I can't be trusted. That's why I always have to be on a diet or on a program or on a plan. That's why I have to count, weigh, measure, all of those things. And so in the beginning, it will, if you don't put in some uh, boundaries for yourself, um, which I kind of think really if you have been just suffering forever with so many, much deprivation and so many rules about food and so many things that you're, you know, uh, that has too much of this. That has too many of those. That has too uh, uh, too much of that. If you've been doing that, then if you add counting, measuring, you know, uh, portioning and all that to intermittent fasting, you're going to start hating intermittent fasting too, right? Because you, you can't, you're going to be doing what you did do plus intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting at first is, can, can, is hard in itself. It's hard to get the body adjusted. It's hard to to stay with it until you're fat adapted so that your body burns fat and you see that fat 
leaving your body and you feel a difference and you notice a difference in your inflammation and in the tightness of your jeans and pants, it takes a while to get to that point. And then it also takes a while to get to appetite correction where in the evening, just like I just said a little bit ago, you know what, I still have two more hours in my window, but I'm, I'm done and I'll be fine until tomorrow when I open my window. So if there's anything else I think of later on tonight, I'll just have it tomorrow and close it. So um, with that, uh, I uh, understand that that's hard at first. And at first you will feel like you eat everything in sight. And you'll feel like I eat junk. There's no way I'm ever going to lose weight with this. This is not going to work because once my window is open, I'm like a crazy person. Um, and so uh, with that, one of the ways as I become fat adapted and as I have developed my appetite correction to where my body says you're done eating, okay, I'm done eating. It, it's just, it's amazing. It's so cool. I just can't describe how cool it is because I don't think, mm, if I keep my window open just 15 minutes more, I could have this too. I, I don't think that anymore. It's so amazing. I just love it. Um, but one of the ways that you can kind of counteract that free-for-all that you might be feeling when you first start intermittent fasting daily and when you have not developed fat adaptation or you've not developed your appetite correction, one of the things that you can do is to think of your eating window in three separate parts. This really helped me a lot. Um, if you, even you hearing me say Think of your eating window in three different parts. If even hearing me say that starts to make you go, oh, they're doing it. They're starting with the rules. I knew there was more. I knew there were going to be a lot of rules. I knew there was going to be a lot of things that we had to do, even though they say we don't have to. If that makes you feel that way, just turn the tape off. Just turn it off completely because it doesn't. you don't have to follow eating rules in your window just perfectly. You can do whatever makes you happy. Whatever foods you enjoy, whatever satisfies you, whatever doesn't cause you to be hungry the next day so much, you can do whatever you want. But this did help me, so I'm going to pass it along. And that is dividing my window up into three eating times. And so when I did this, I um, was still doing OMAD, one meal a day. I call it OMAD. Some people do. Um, some people just call it OMAD. One meal a day. So I'm still doing OMAD, one meal a day. But it is a two-hour, three-hour, four-hour, or even five-hour meal in some cases. All right. Um, and so uh, I need to make a note. And so um, I'm still doing OMAD, but I'm dividing that time up into three parts. So with that, I am saying the first part is my appetizer slash snack slash um, salad slash soup, whatever, like a pre-meal kind of thing. And so I always plan what I'm going to eat. So, and I'll talk about that a little bit more in future episodes, but so I will say, okay, I'm having cheese and crackers and I'm drinking my uh, supplement and I'm having cheese and crackers and that's what I'm, that's how I'm going to open my window. Or I will say, I'm going to have, you know, chicken Caesar salad. Um, and I'm going to make homemade croutons in the air fryer because I love to cut up bread, spray it with olive oil, put it in the air fryer. 
amazing croutons, just wonderful. I just use low-carb bread. You don't have to use low-carb bread. You can use sourdough to make them really, really yummy, whatever you'd like. Anyway, um, and that's what I'm going to have, and that is my snack slash appetizer slash salad. And that's one part. And then, depending on how long my window is, an hour or two later, I'll have my meal. And that is whatever I want. So, um, you know, last night it was leftover mashed potatoes, gravy. Um, I can't remember what kind of meat I had. Meat and corn and a roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See why after trying to be low carb for so long, that was really refreshing. And you still don't eat that many carbs in your eating window. You still are well under probably 150 when the average is three to 400. But at any rate, um, then an hour or so later, I will have my snack slash dessert if I want it. And like last night, I didn't need any dessert after that meal. So I was just like, I got a couple hours out and I said, like I said earlier, I already have two hours of fasting under my belt. I'm not hungry. I know I won't be hungry tomorrow because that was a very satisfying meal. And so I'll just save that piece of pie for tomorrow night. And I'm going to go into my app, close my window, adjust it from two hours before. And I started fasting two hours ago. I already have two hours. Anyway, <laughs> I get excited easily. All right. So uh, thinking about your eating window in this three periods of time can do a lot of things for you. First of all, you might find yourself shortening your eating window, which might just be a good idea anyway. If you are three or four weeks in and you're still feeling that it, that your eating window is a free-for-all, um, rather than counting something or making things off limits or whatever, it might be better for you just to shorten your window. Just to say, you know what? I can't really be trusted yet in five hours. <laughs> okay, let's be honest about where we're at. I can't really be trusted yet in five hours, so I'm going to make my window three. It's, it's, not, it's not that hard. Your fasting window will be longer, but that won't hurt you either, right? That's more time for your body to burn its own fat because once you get above 12 to 16 hours, you really start burning your body's fat, depending on how much, how many carbs you had the day, night before. So um, uh, well, that's one thing. You can shorten your window in general. You can just shorten your window, uh, eating window in general. Or you can divide your eating window up into these three periods of time, assigning a food to each time period. So your appetizer, your main entree foods for that, and then your dessert or slash snack. So um, the good thing about saving your sweets um, for the end is that once appetite correction comes in to effect, there's a pot, there is a possibility that you will many times say, you know what, that meal was satisfying enough, I can save that pie for tomorrow night. If you start with pie, then you will, then you, appetite correction, um, appetite correction doesn't work as well with sweets and junk food as it does with real foods. And you can read this in Bert Herring's book. I have the resources at the end. You can read this in Bert Herring's book, Herring's book called Appetite Correction. And, um, Appetite correction doesn't work as well in with junk food, snack type of foods, chips, popcorn from the movie theater, um, Cheez-Its, you know, whatever that might be, or with 
desserts, okay? Because other things are being released when you eat those type of foods, and then it masks the satiety that you might feel. And instead, it's more like, I don't know the technical terms for it, but I think of appetite versus hunger. And so with that, your appetite is kicking in, appetite for those kind of foods. So um, uh, opening your window without junk. Now, I said, you know, cheese and crackers, um, you know, chips and salsa or whatever. And some people might say, well, that's junk, you know. So other people might want to open with fruit or um, I really, really love opening my window with salad or green beans. I don't like very many vegetables, so I like opening with one of those. Um, but what happens when you're when you save your dessert or your sweet for the end is that appetite correction from your real meal will set in. And when appetite correction sets in, it won't just be I'm stuffed. As a matter of fact, it shouldn't be I'm stuffed. You shouldn't eat until you're stuffed. You should never feel that way the, the, unless you eat like a real gassy food or something. But you should never feel that way because that is behind you. That is when that's the kind of like diet stuff myself because I might because I'm going to be on a diet again later diet stuff myself because I'm going to be on a diet again later. That is that kind of mentality. Appetite correction is not a, I'm so stuffed, I can't eat another bite, I can't breathe, although you might feel full fast, but it won't be that kind of Thanksgiving dinner kind of full that we that we used to have in our diet, no diet, diet, no diet, every time we were no diet. It's not like that. It's more of a, yeah, I'm satisfied, I'm full enough, I don't need any more, I can, I can leave food on my plate. It's more of a, I'm just done. It's a very, very cool feeling because it is unlike anything you ever have in dieting. It is this, um, hmm, I don't need anything else today. I'm good until tomorrow night or until at four tomorrow or whatever my time my window opens. And it's just a calm assurance that food will be here tomorrow, okay? Um, I'm good for today. I enjoyed my food. I had what I liked. There's more food tomorrow and never a diet, no diet, diet, no diet mentality again. So dividing it into three parts really, really might help you as much as it did me. I really, really like that concept. And it also lets you just say, you know what, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to uh, put certain foods in each time. And if I want something else, then I am going to put it in tomorrow. So you can see how it can really, really help you with your brain, your how, get to how you wrap your mind around it. It can really help you with that too. So I am about to phase out of um, what I did, my results, and what I learned, and phase into supplementing. So um, if you're going to sign off, uh, if you want to learn about the Plexus supplements, you can stay on board. If you don't, Let's, uh, you can get off and burn that fat. Bodies are flaming, full on control. It was so exhilarating, and the would explode. I heard somebody say burn, body, burn. I hope you guys can hear that well. All right, so back to supplementation during 
fasting. Um, I am an ambassador for Plexus worldwide, and we have uh, 16 plant-based natural supplements that help with a lot of areas in the body. I've been talking about our um, three, four main weight loss products in the last few weeks of this sex part of the video and the podcast. Uh, the Pink Drink, Plexus Slim, uh, balances blood sugar, controls cravings, reduces appetite, has a prebiotic that boosts metabolism and decreases appetite. Um, it's sweetened with stevia. It has five calories. It does not make me crave or cause an insulin response. Um, and uh, you can take it uh, during your fasting time if it doesn't cause cravings. Um, some people think anything fruity will cause them to crave, and so in that case, then they move it to their the beginning of their fasting window, their feast eating window. Um, and then I talked about Boost and Accelerator. They are two weight loss accelerants, fat ex, fat loss accelerants. Um, and uh, lastly, I talked about Block uh, over the last couple of weeks. And um, those uh, products, uh, the store link is in the bottom of this. If you want to go check out those products, that's Plexus Slim, Boost, and Accelerator. Uh, you can also listen to previous podcasts to learn more details about those. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about what I talked about last week, which is our fourth weight loss product, uh, which is Block. Now, technically, um, there are 16 products in total. Some are for pain, some are for mood, some are for energy, and they're all plant-based, um, and they're all natural. Uh, technically, our gut health trio, the Pink Drink, BioCleanse, and ProBio5, um, that is our magnesium supplement, our pink drink, our magnesium supplement, and our um, back and our probiotic that fights bad bacteria and gives you good bacteria. Those three are clinically studied to show um, weight loss through their use. But uh, for now, I was just talking about what people usually want to start with when they are trying to do something like control their appetite, control their cravings, and those type of things. Um, although ProBio5 is very good for controlling cravings because it gets rid of the uh, yeast um, and the yeast overgrowth, which causes us to crave sugar. Um, but uh, the main three that I've been talking about, the Slim and then the two weight loss accelerants that have caffeine, Boost and Accelerator. I use Accelerator instead of drinking coffee. So um, those are in uh, video six more detail about those, but specifically about Block, because Block is a supplement that is also plant-based and all natural, but it is really good for when you are waiting for appetite correction to set in, or even if you already have appetite correction, if you're especially going out to eat and so forth, um, it has a white kidney bean extract, and it has... Um, uh, green-lipped muscle. Uh, so it causes your uh, stomach to not feel like you need to eat as much, causes you to feel full faster. It is called block because it blocks up to 48% of the carbohydrates in your next meal. Now, for me personally, I don't really try to block carbs anymore, so I don't take this as a carb blocker. Um, I eat low carbs sometimes, 
just to help my body get into fat burning mode faster. Um, and then I just eat regular part of the time and I'm not really as worried. Like I don't say, okay, I'm eating low carb for these days. And now that I'm not eating low carb, I got to take my block so I can block 48% of the carbs. If you eat a lot of carbs, I could see how you might want to use uh, block. But really, I think if you eat a potato and a roll and an apple and a couple of cookies, even if you eat all that in your window, you're still at, you know, like 150 carbs instead of three to 400 carbs. So um, if you feel like you really, really eat a lot of carbs, block would be good because it blocks 48% of the carbs. So eating out night, pizza night, that type of thing, um, especially if you're doing like pizza and breadsticks and dessert or something, it's really good for that. What I like block for is the uh, feeling that I'm full, that I am, um, that I, uh, makes me feel full faster. So you can take it either one in the morning and one at night and then two right before you eat, or you can just take two right before you eat twice. Um, and uh, it will help you feel full quickly. So that is all about block. Uh, next week, I'll get into the triplex and tell you more about our magnesium supplement, which does a lot of things, including sleep and inflammation fighting and so forth. Um, but for right now, check out episode six at the end of it for Slim Accelerator and Boost. And then check out my store for all three of those as well as today's topic of block, blocking carbohydrates, making you feel full faster and so forth. And uh, keep watching the blog and DonnaReach.com and the Facebook group, the Intermittent Fasting Journal. Um, keep watching both of those as I uh, open up a coaching group to Plexus users. So that will be something separate, um, but I'm still going to be on the Intermittent Fasting Journal all day, every day, uh, giving insights and tips and answering questions and so forth. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it, and I hope that it helped you with your fasting journal as well. Somebody said burn, 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 burn